Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. So, Julie, welcome back to today's radio show. Um, I'd like to Thank start you. out today's show, Julie. I know you had a lot of interesting mm-hmm. coaching calls today. I listened in on a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Of course, we better not tell your coaching clients that. So I'm curious, mm-hmm. what are you, any any interesting stories from the front lines of your top producing agents? Yeah, I had a couple of people say that they really gravitated towards our radio show about home seller seminars and that they're mm. going to be doing that the first week of December. So we're going to go after Thanksgiving and before the real holiday push. And they're going to try a weekday afternoon to stay off of the weekends, which are precious to most people in the holiday season. Um, and we're putting those those uh, plans together. So pretty exciting, especially since most people in their office are not even showing up to work. So they're just going to peel off all of those people ready to sell their houses. Yeah, imagine that. You know, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I had a great coaching call with Mike Dunphy, and he's one of the number one agents mm-hmm. in all of California. He's the number one agent in Long Beach. And uh, he and I were chatting about um, the fact that he is seeing a lot of these condo owners that are now coming back into equity. So a lot of these guys who have been sort of reluctant landlords are now wanting to sell or would they, you know, they would hmm. be very interested in selling if they knew that they could without having to write a check because they're right. no longer underwater. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing for sure. Uh, if you guys don't go into 2015 with a very well-organized plan that you're in the midst of executing, in other words, you've already started your year, you're going to have to play catch up because in the you know 10 plus years that Julie and I have been coaching, I have never seen such a strong, well-educated, motivated, organized, professional um, group of new agents enter into the industry. There's so many people that are coming from other industries that are seeing real estate as easy pickings. You guys are going to, mm-hmm. especially those of you who've been in the industry for a while, you guys are going to see competition coming not just from the agent down the street who you've been competing with for a while or not just the new agent in your office, but you're going to see different kinds of brokerages, different agents with different skill sets. You're probably already experiencing that. You know, If you notice that, for example, maybe some of the sources of business that you've used in the past that have been fairly reliable at generating leads for you, it could just be something as simple as an open house. Have you noticed that the effectiveness of doing those things is starting to sort of uh, hedge. And the reason that's happening is because you have a lot of folks that are getting into business that are very well organized, that are becoming very efficient at getting to the leads first, converting the leads, and obviously pulling that real estate transaction. So, you know, bottom line is, is whatever you guys are planning on doing it, uh, doing next year, you got to start it now. Because if you're starting it next year, it really is too late. So the topic of today's call is how it's, motivation, inspiration. You know, you guys love this topic, but how to feel motivated every day and every way. And when we're going to take, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to share with you the next few points. Make sure you guys are taking notes. By the way, I'm well aware that a lot of office managers, brokers, 
and whatnot or sharing the radio show replay links with their agents. And this, if you haven't done that yet and you are in a position of influence in, uh, amongst other agents, I strongly encourage you share this radio show yesterday's and the day before, or rather uh, it doesn't happen in that sequential order, but it would be last Wednesday's radio show, today's radio show, um, and, and then yesterday's radio show, because those are all basically the same topic, and a lot of agents are feeling that they need that extra motivation. You know, guys, there's no reason why your business should drop off this time of year other than the fact that you're kind of not doing the things necessary to make sure that it doesn't. So use this radio show as inspiration and motivation to keep your mind focused. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to share with you point number 11. Are you ready for 2015? Do you have a plan in place to make it your best year ever? Or are you still struggling in your career and waiting for your ship to come in? You can make this your best year ever, but only if you take control of your career and create an action plan for success. Join thousands of top producing agents across the nation who have turned to Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching to help them achieve top producing production and performance. Coaching works, and that's a fact. 10% of agents complete an amazing 90% of all transactions because they have a coach. Coaching and training is a critical part of a successful real estate career, but don't just take our word for it. Here's what Steve Brown, the president of the National Association of Realtors, had to say. Well, I'll tell you why it's critical. There are some brokers who, when they hire they hire indiscriminately. They just don't even look at the training or they don't provide the training and the education that a new agent needs in, in the marketplace. As a real estate agent, you've got to associate yourself with a firm that's dedicated to your professionalism and your growth and then the services like a personal coach like Tim, you and Julie do. There are very few real estate people like you so personally and passionately involved in our industry. And um, thank you for, for what you do for our industry. Both of you are a wonderful voice for all that's best in the realtor organization in our industry. So I thank you. If you want the production and performance that comes with being a top producer, then you need a coach. Not just any coach, but the leaders in coaching today. Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. We provide you with industry-leading one-on-one coaching with a trained professional coach, along with all the lead generation systems, scripts, presentations, team building, and business planning tools you need to dominate your local real estate market. We offer affordable pricing with no long-term contracts, and our entire coaching staff are trained professional agents with top producing track records. Take action and visit us at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call with a trained real estate professional. There's no risk and no obligation, just a free, personal, one-on-one call with a trained professional coach. Join the elite 10% of agents who make all the difference in today's marketplace. Visit freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Okay, we are back. So, Julie, point number 11. All right, perfect. Point number 11, find inspiration. Inspiration comes from others who have achieved what you want to achieve or who are currently doing it. Read other blogs, books, magazines. Google your goal and read success stories. Listen to superstar interviews. Listen to the radio show. 
Don't just surround yourself by people doing less than you. Find inspiration in people who have already done it and are currently doing what you're doing. It's just like when we tell you how to choose a coach. Choose a coach that has actually done what you want to do. It makes it so much easier. So have a mastermind group. Have some accountability partners that are like-minded to you. Don't go it alone. Don't be surprised if you have to find these folks outside of the real estate industry. Let's please be clear about that. Um, because be honest with you, most agents, 99% of the agents you're going to run into don't have a plan, don't have an intention of having a plan, don't have any you know, basic real inspiration or aspiration of ever having to work hard, let alone consistently. I'm not criticizing. Well, I guess I am, but what I am is I'm stating a fact. The reality of it is, is most agents are going to basically go from one thing to the next. They're going to be like Pop-Tart agents. They're just going to be looking for whatever the newest, brightest, shiniest lead generation widget is. Um, I mean, Julie, what is, remind me what the acronym for FOCUS is, what that stands for. Follow one course until successful. Right. So just keep that in mind, guys. Be careful where you seek inspiration. Chances are um, you're going to, if you seek it inside our industry, you're going to find uh, frustration uh, opposed to inspiration. Point number 12 is get excited. This sounds obvious, but most people don't think about it much. If you want to break out of a slump, get yourself excited about a goal. But how can you do that when you don't feel motivated? Well, it starts with inspiration from others, as we just mentioned. Uh, but you have to take that excitement and build on it. Meditate with a focus on how to feel like you've accomplished the goal. Julie, can you talk with uh, the listeners about how you've helped your coaching students you know, basically feel excited when they're not? And again, wow, is this a great point to be talking about in November. <laughs> Yeah, well, one easy thing to do is to think to, this is a fun exercise to do, think to what your most productive week in real estate has been. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. had a week where they either, even if you're just a, you know, you're a newbie and you just sold one deal this week and you've got a $5,000 commission coming in, I have them think like this. What if you did that every week? How much money would you be making? If you worked at the level that you do when you're really on fire, what would that look like to you? Because I have coaching clients all the time, and you do too, where they come to the call and say, I took two new listings, I put two new buyers in contract, it was a fantastic week. Okay, great. What would happen if we just did that 40 out of 52 weeks in the year? And you do the math, and it's some crazy number, right? And they say, oh, well, I can do that again. I mean, it's like you instantly find your motivation again. So act as if you're already there. Think about the times when you have been successful and what got yourself there. So when you say meditate with a focus on how it will feel to have accomplished the goal, most of you guys have accomplished that goal you know, on a weekly, monthly basis. Think about if you did your best month ever in real estate regularly, what would your income be like? Isn't that interesting? Well, Because you've already shown that you can also- do it. It's a lack of belief, right, from never having experienced mm-hmm. it before. There's an old – please, everyone, listen, 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 stay focused. I'm about to tell you something. When I originally heard this, it kind of changed my philosophy on life because I, I realized that Julie and I were thinking too small. So there's a statistic, and I, I occasionally will Google this to see if the statistic has changed, and it hasn't, that most people are born and die within like a 25-mile radius of the exact same spot. In other words, they never really move. They stay in the same exact environment their entire lives. They stay in the exact same everything their entire lives. So by the time you're about you know, a certain age, and most of us are going to see the same things every day, experience the same things every day. Have, and a vacation is an anomaly, right? A vacation is, well, I'm going to go to wherever, and that's the exceptional experience. And then even at that, it's, you're, you're kept in a bubble, the bubble of the airport, the bubble of the cab, the bubble of the hotel you're staying at. So in essence, all the vacations are basically the same too. So 
we are conditioned, um, and we do it to ourselves, to keep ourselves in what we call golden cages. Your environment is, in many cases, very nice, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. And in many parts of the country, the standard of living of the poorest American is going to be like a king lives, you know. But the reality of it is, is that we don't allow ourselves the ability to think outside of our self-conditioned golden cages. So if you're wanting to, for example, uh, feel like what it would feel to, say, for example, have a new car. Let's say you want a new Cadillac or whatever your car of your dreams is. You want a new Ferrari 458 Spider, whatever it is, right? Go and sit in one and feel the feelings of having it. Go and if you're, if you're able to, go test drive one. If you wonder what it's like to you know, have the experience of having a really nice watch, go try it on. So what happens is it's one thing to think about it. It's one thing to read about it. But if you could experience it and that and then basically let your mind run with that experience, it starts to make it real, that actually helps to solidify uh, your accomplishment of that particular goal. You know, some of you, uh, Julie and I used to do this all the time when we were first married, we would go and drive around really nice neighborhoods. Now, this is before we were in real estate because Julie and I have been married, I mean, practically forever. <laughs> So, you know, mm -hmm. going on 24 years this year. So we would go drive around really nice neighborhoods. We would get park the car, and we'd go and walk. We'd go and, like, experience what it would feel like to live there. And it wasn't, what was it, Julie, seven years, eight years when we were married mm -hmm. to when we were actually living in the neighborhood that you and I used to do that in. Wasn't that right. about that long, seven or eight years? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, so guys, yeah, it was not yeah, forever, you, but it was faster was, than if we hadn't been going on walks there. Right. So if you want to experience something, you've got to get out of your self-imposed bubble. If you want to build a bigger, better life for yourself and for your family, you've got to really ask yourself and be honest with yourself, you know, what is it that I want? Again, I realize a lot of you guys are conflicted about wanting stuff, material stuff. But here's the thing about wanting stuff. There's two thoughts for you. Number one, we're spiritual beings and physical uh, incarnations. In other words, basically the essence of all of us is God, right? We're all spiritual. But the thing is, is because we're in a physical environment, because we need shoes on our feet, because we need roofs on our, you know, because we need cars to drive, because we need food in our, it might as well be nice stuff. So if you have a choice between driving a beat up old Toyota and having a brand new Lexus, if that turns you on, you know, you might as well go for the Lexus. And here's a secondary thought to basically uh, wanting to reach for the best possible thing or incarnation of you. When you want that Ferrari, for example, what has to happen in order for you to afford that Ferrari, in order for you to write a check for that you know, $350,000 car? What has to happen? You have to be really good at what you do. You have to basically learn to, as we mentioned in point number six, I believe, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. You have to have been really good with your skills. You have been really good with your money management. You have to have, most importantly, been really good with providing a service to folks in such a level that they're, you know, obviously a lot of people are willing to pay for it. In other words, in order for you to accomplish the goal of buying that really nice whatever, you had to have become the best version of you in order to have earned the money to have made that happen assuming you didn't inherit it or you didn't rob a bank, right? So that's the power of, of, of embracing the fact that we're spiritual beings in a physical plane and that we are, and it's okay to want stuff. Now, some of you are deeply conflicted about the whole materialistic aspect of what I'm saying, and I'm trying to break it out so you can actually see it for what it is. You have to have stuff, so it might as well be nice. 
And when you're desirous of the nicer stuff, that's going to force you to become the best version of you so you can afford it. That's the way to wrap your mind around it. And it really does, if you think about it in, 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 in that framework, everything becomes a lot easier and you don't feel so guilty and conflicted about wanting stuff. Yeah, it's okay. If you want to earn more money just so you can help burn it, or I'm sorry, build a new wing on your church or synagogue or mosque, go for it. That's fantastic. But the bottom line is, is you know, you got to get excited, and the best thing to do about that is start experiencing the feelings of having accomplished that goal. And point number 13, Julie, post your goal. Point number 13, post your goal. Print out your goal in big words. Make your goal just a few words long like a mantra. Exercise 15 minutes daily. Post it up on your wall or your refrigerator. Post it at home and at work. Put a sticky note in your rearview mirror of your car. Put it on your computer desktop. You want to have big reminders about your goal to keep your focus and keep your excitement going. A picture of your goal actually helps tremendously. I'll give you a quick example of this. I'm coaching a buyer's agent of one of my main coaching clients. I'm coaching virtually everybody on her team now in Atlanta. And one of her buyer's agents is this young, up-and-coming, recently college-graduated, uh, he's basically a kid, he's 24, okay? Now, we had a discussion about how he's cleaning up his professional act, right? Just fresh out of college, he's roaming around in his sweatshirts and jeans. We want to give him a better professional um, look. So I asked him to figure out who he wants to look like in terms of dressing and speaking, et cetera, and he said, Ryan Gosling is his guy. He likes how he dresses. He likes how he speaks. So he's got a picture of Ryan Gosling in his office so that he can look and speak more like him, who's probably 10 years older than our buyer agent, um, instead of looking like you know fraternity boy. So having a picture, that's, that's my most recent example, but it can be anything, right? I remember when we were going to move from the Midwest out west, we had a picture of the ocean looking out on our, uh, from our office where normally we'd be looking at snow. We had a picture of the ocean, and now we own property in Laguna Beach. So it does make a difference to have this type of thing around you. So don't be like everyone else and say, oh, I have a physical goal of losing weight. Well, who doesn't, right? Actually have a picture of what you want to look like and pursue that and post exercise you know, 30 minutes a day meet with my trainer, actually stick to that appointment. What do you want to actually look like? If your goal is to save money, actually keep track and put a chart as you save that next $1,000, color that in, make that chart grow. makes a huge difference. And Tim, our clients, you and I both know that the ones that actually visually track things are always the same clients that are on track to either meet or exceed their goals yearly. Well, the same people. Right, Exactly. No, I, I mean, and you know, guys, a lot of these points, those of you who are coaching students, heck, even if you're not, you guys got to be getting your business plan together. Coaching students, uh, you got to get your real estate treasure map completed. If it's not already done, uh, you got to get it done. You absolutely positively have to get that done. Well, it's because all these points basically are all coming back to, you know, writing down the goal. And the next point we wrote down, point number 14, is commit publicly. None of us like to look bad in front of others. We will go the extra mile to do something we've said publicly. Um, you know, there's two sides to that, though. So if you, for example, you're in an office, let's say, I realize a lot of you work out of your house, but if you're in your office, well, even if it's a home office, let's say, and you're writing um, on, you maybe post your schedule on the door, right? 
I want you to think about this, right? So you're going to have a, your work schedule, and, and as we coach all of our students to do, you at least schedule the first part of your day. Some of you call it time blocking, call it whatever you want to. The bottom line is, is in the morning, you're going to focus on the things that are going to be the most dollar productive, and you're going to do it in a disciplined way. That's the goal that we set for all of you as coaching students. You post that schedule on your wall. You post that schedule on your office door. You post that schedule where other people can see you. Uh, and if you're following it, because and then you close your door and then you follow your schedule, because you know as well as I do that if you are um, posting a schedule that between this time and this time you're supposed to be doing this particular thing, and it's uh, at your office and other agency that you're walking around uh, chatting people up around the coffee machine, you can pretty much be guaranteed that they're going to point out the fact that you're not following your schedule. You know, because they're going to want to make fun of you, right? But that works. It keeps you focused. It's the same thing at home. If you say, for example, I'm going to be doing you know, exercise every morning from 7 to 8 a.m., and it's there, and you're giving your family members, and if it's at the office again, you're giving the fellow agents, um, you know, you could even put a system in place, if you're really serious, which hopefully all of you are, that if anybody catches you off your schedule, you have to pay them a dollar. So, you know, guys, these are all things that you can do uh, when you're serious about taking yourself to the next level. It doesn't have to be that focused and hardcore, but at the end of the day, if you really, truly are ready to take yourself to the next level, and here we are, about to come up against the change of the year again, there are things that you said you were going to get done this year that you maybe didn't get done, or maybe you didn't get done the level that you wanted to get done. Now's the time to take that seriously. And guess what? Point number 15 is get support, hire a coach, have, account have accountability partners. Um, we're not going to make this radio show overtly self-serving. <laughs> I don't mind a little self-serving, but listen, guys. Free coaching calls for agents.com. There's no doubt that a majority of you who have been spent sitting about hiring us as your coach, you're going to want to hire us the first quarter. Well, guess what? So are hundreds of other agents. And when that happens, a lot of you aren't going to be able to be um, our coaching students because we're going to, as we have periodically throughout the year, we've been full. There's only a certain number of clients that Julie and I and our coaches can handle. And after that, we have to turn people away. We put them on a wait list. So if you are thinking about waiting until first quarter of next year to hire a coach, you better do it now. Now, if that means you don't want to actually start until next year, that's fine. But you better make the commitment now. Just the fact that you'd made a commitment to you know, start your coaching relationship with us in January, if you'd done that, all of you guys listening, 50,000 of you plus are listening to this radio show, I want you to think about that. If you had made the commitment today to hire, let's say, Julie or myself, as your personal coach, just you made that commitment. Feel that feeling of having made that commitment. That feels pretty awesome, doesn't it? Because you've made a commitment to yourself. Because you made a commitment to external accountability. You made a commitment to help having uh, someone help you along the way. Hopefully having you help, hoping, I'm sorry, we will help you avoid the pitfalls on the path, right? I mean, there's an old Chinese proverb that says, a smart man learns from his mistakes. Um, a brilliant man learns from the mistakes of others. At the end of the day, that's what a good coach is all about. We will help you avoid the pitfalls, uh, and we will help you along that path as fast as possible. And when you stray from that path, we're going to hold you accountable to getting back on the path. We're going to hold you accountable to accomplishing the goals, not that we set for you, but you set for yourself. So point number, and remember, guys, free coaching calls for agents.com. Um, if you want to speak with one of our coaches, or you can, of course, go to timandjulieharris.com and just sign up. Point number 16, Jules. Okay, point number 16, realize that there is a natural ebb and flow to your motivation. 
Motivation is not a constant thing that's always going to be there for you. It comes and goes and comes and goes again in and out like a tide. But realize that while it might go away, it doesn't do so permanently. It will come back. Just stick it out and wait for that motivation to come back. Quick example, coaching call I just got off of not too long ago in Minnesota. Agent was a newish agent, not quite brand new, but newer agent, kind of getting a feel for what's a good lead and not a good lead, good prospect, good client. And she had two who we already pretty much knew were flaky clients. We had talked about these people before. I don't even shouldn't say they're clients. They were just suspects, not even prospects. Um, and they flaked on her. Okay, they just one guy was actually abusive to her and wrote a nasty letter to her broker because she thought he was flaky enough. She just referred him to somebody else, which we discussed, and it was the right thing to do. But because she lost two, and our broker would have said, "You can't lose what you didn't have." Of course, I have Rory's, you know, voice in my head. But yep. she had kind of lost her mojo. She lost her motivation, and her thought was, well, you know what? I'm just going to put my license on ice, and I'm going to wait, and I'll be back in January. You know, she had <laughs> lost her motivation to that point. And so we spent her coaching call recalibrating the fact that, especially for newer agents, because they can get the feeling that all of real estate is like that instead of realizing that she just had two flakes she was dealing with. So don't let a couple of flaky experiences drag down your motivation and ruin you to the clients who you should be working with, who absolutely appreciate your expertise and professionalism and will thank you for getting the job done for them. So it's normal to have an ebb and a flow to your motivation. That's Everybody experiences that, right? So realize that when you have lack of, ma- of motivation, it's just temporary. And again, I, I go back to Rory because he was the one that would say, well, you know, not feeling motivated? Go list something. See how you feel then. Your whole day will change, right? So when in doubt, put one foot in front of the other and get to work. So her coaching call was about three specific action items to get her motivation back and to get her off of thinking about these flaky clients who I guarantee you are not currently thinking about her. No, definitely not. And guys, understanding that motivation comes and goes does not mean that the efforts that you put forth has to be dependent on your motivation. Oh, mm. did you hear what I just said? Mm-hmm. Okay, your motivation has and flows. That's normal, but the effort you put forth cannot ebb and flow. That's the reason it all comes back down to your minimum standards. The three to maybe seven things you're supposed to do every single day to accomplish the work that you're supposed to do every single day. And remember what Julie and I realize we're the lone voice in the crowd saying this, but the key to long-term success in anything is doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level consistently. I should throw that word on there too. Okay, Mm -hmm. So keep that, guys, don't forget this. It's okay if you don't feel like doing it. Do it anyway. That's what champions do. It's okay if you don't feel motivated every day. The truth is, is you won't. If you're feeling motivated every day, chances are you need to get your prescription changed. You know, because the reality (laughs) of it is, is motivation isn't something you necessarily. But you do the work anyway. All right. Point number seventeen, Jules. Okay. So point number seventeen is stick with it. Whatever you do, don't give up. Even if you aren't feeling any motivation today or this week, don't give up. Again, that motivation will come back. Think of your goal as a long journey and your slump as just a little bump in the road. You can't give up with every little bump. Stay with it for the long term. Ride out the ebbs and surf on the flows and you'll get there. Remember, FOCUS stands for follow one course until successful, not kind of take a break now and then, see how it's going, and only work when you feel like working. That's agents that have cash spurts. That's how they act. Agents who have cash flow realize that there is an ebb and flow to it and just do the work. Stop being subject to your emotions, whether you feel like working or not, because that is what causes cash spurts. 
Point number 18. Boy, this is a great point. Go ahead, Jules. Start small. Really, really small. If you're having a hard time getting started, it might be because you're thinking too big. If you want to exercise, for example, maybe you're thinking that you have to do these intense workouts five days a week. No, instead just take small, tiny baby steps. Do two minutes of exercise. I know it sounds wimpy, but it totally works. Commit to two minutes of exercise for one week. You might want to do more, but stick to two minutes. It's easy. You can't fail at it. Do it at the same time every day. Just do some crunches. Do two push-ups. Do some jogging in place. Once you've done it for two minutes a day for a week, then make it five minutes a day and stick with that for a week. In a month, you'll be doing 15 to 20 minutes. Maybe you want to wake up early. Don't think about waking up at 5 a.m. because you heard that that's something that someone else did. Instead, think about waking up just 10 minutes earlier for a week. That's it. Once you've done that, 10 minutes earlier, and soon you'll be to your target wake-up time. So and a lot of you guys – Tim, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I mean, so we talk about exercise because it's the one that, you know, is relevant to everyone. But how about this? I was actually making some uh, calls to some uh, centers of influence and past clients. How about making some calls right. to some expired, some calls to some for sale by owners? Just start out with one call. Julie, I had a great coaching call today. <laughs> he came to the call um, – and uh, you know what? I'm going to call him out in case he's listening because I want to give him credit for this. His name is Matt, Matty, actually. So Matty came to the call today, and his goal was to uh, an advanced coaching client. So I talk to him every other week. Uh, and in between, he obviously does the RECE coaching. So he and I are talking about uh, his goal, which was to uh, make 30 contacts. Well, he only made 10. And he only, you know, he, he wanted to set three appointments, I think the goal was, but he only set one. So he came to the call today, and he was really bummed out because he didn't, Okay, but this guy has never prospected before. He'd never picked up the phone before. He'd never done any of it before. So psychologically, awesome. to make those 10 contacts, I thought he did awesome. And I explained to him that, or reminded him really, that you know the thing to think about, guys, is when you're going through this mental process, when you take the little steps, and I said, you know, I pointed out all the things he did well, and he and I you know, sort of gamed out some of the objections that he heard that would have resolved him setting appointments, and I'm sure... Because of he, the fact that he was willing to take this small action, then over the next couple of weeks, he's going to move mountains. And that is exciting, especially this time of year. But guys, when you're thinking about goal setting, when you're thinking about motivation, and this kind of ties in some of the previous points, and then Jules, get rid of the next one because it's a long one, um, that when you guys, like, I want you to have the visualization. You're standing right now in a field, and you have a bow and arrow in your hand, and down the field is a target. And obviously your goal is to uh, have the arrow hit dead center, right in the bullseye, right? So if you want to hit the bullseye, do you aim below the bullseye, at the bullseye, or above the bullseye? Of course you aim above the bullseye because this, the force of gravity, will cause that arrow then, assuming you aimed it correctly, then to hit the bullseye, you see? So by helping Maddie set the goal of 30 contacts, he then was able to make 10 contacts and he was able to set one appointment. Now, he's going to next week, I bet you, have a goal of setting 30, uh, making 30 contacts, make 20 contacts, I bet he sets three or four appointments. And then probably in, in next week, between now and our next call, he'll probably take two listings. But it all started with the fact that he set a goal that was slightly harder, slightly higher than he otherwise would have done, and then because of those actions that happened as a result, he was able to hit his target. That was a great week. So, Maddie, if you're listening, I still say hats off to you. Next point, my dear. That's right. Okay, next point, and then we're going to jump to our coaching calls. Next point yep. is build on small successes. Again, if you start small for a week, 
you're going to be successful. You can't fail if you start with something just ridiculously easy. Who can't exercise for two minutes? That's you. I'm sorry. Get with the program. It's two minutes. Okay? So if you feel successful from that and you feel good about yourself, take that successful feeling and build on it with another baby step. Add two or three minutes to your exercise routine, for example. With each step, and each step should last for about a week, you're forming habits here, you'll feel even more successful. So make, make each step really, really small and you won't fail. After a couple of months, your tiny steps will add up to a ton of progress and a lot of success. So one of the things that comes to mind here, Tim, is well, there's been a lot of studies that have shown in different sales, you know, certainly real estate, that once you set an appointment, say you're doing your lead follow-up, you set an appointment, you're on cloud nine, this is fantastic, you've been waiting to get this listing, keep yourself on the phone for just another five minutes. Keep doing your lead follow-up because statistically you're probably going to set your next appointment. Because you're in such a great mood, you're going to close harder, you're going to have more energy and enthusiasm. Just take it that next five minutes and see what happens. So do things incrementally. Some of you guys, you know, it's the time of year where you go, all right, I did 25 deals this year. Next year I'm going to do 100. Okay, well, why not think about 25 deals is basically two deals a month. Do 90 days at three, day, three deals a month. You've done that consistently, then make it four deals a month. Do it incrementally because what happens is if you don't go from your two deals to your five, four or five deals a month and you fail that next month in your mind because you only did three, now you're demotivated. So take it in bite-sized pieces that you know you're going to get success from and then build on that. That's so much more fun and so much more motivational than biting off too much and then beating yourself up about it, like your coaching example, Tim. That's right. So, guys, Julie and I got to run because we've got to go to coaching calls. If there's anything we can do for you guys, please go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And, again, I know a lot of you guys are ready to sign up for coaching. And maybe you'd like to reach Julie and I directly in these emails. <laughs> we do get this question a lot. Do we check our own email? We do. Um, Coach Tim Harris at gmail.com and Coach Julie Harris at gmail.com. Just email us directly, and we will get your question answered. Again, those of you who are planning on waiting until the beginning of next year to hire a coach, I strongly encourage you to do it now. The two biggest reasons being, frankly, you'll get a jump on next year, and two, you'll have a plan for next year, and three, frankly, you can get it in our schedules because we're going to be full probably by the end of January. That's for Julie and myself and all of our other coaches. Keep that in mind. We're not, you know, one size fits all. We're not, you know, one of these coaching organizations that are just trying to build for the sake of numbers. We really focus on having a unique personal experience, um, and that's really what we pride ourselves in. So when you're ready to hire a coach, give us a shot. Free coaching calls for agents.com or just go to timandjulieharris.com, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.